0: on the road it's booze tacos angry dwarves
1: strippers waving guns and these fights candle flights running with the runs and blacklists bounce checks great a bachelorette drunks in the front making out for your set and middle lights doing blow more missing merch and drive the rental car past another mega church and juice keys vagina fist, your cell phone is gone one big law and order
0: marathon
1: martha did you get enough of pizza
2: I'm halfway through my slice.
1: You can have more. (laughs) No,
2: I'm just gonna have the one slice. I'm not gonna go crazy. I'll have more. It's a giant slice.
1: It's good though. I got I got them big.
2: It's really good.
1: And this is the first time food is back. I was serving lunch for a long time and then people wouldn't read the email. Uh They're like oh I just ate And so I'd have all this Thai food and stuff. i check that I every order.
0: email, no matter what, for the words lunch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's from like
0: the, the DWP or or Time Warner. I'm like, please, le- <laughs> please let luncheon be, be involved in this. I don't care if you're turning off my cable. Just feed
1: me. <laughs> and then Mike Schmidt came on. one you guys know Mike Schmidt? Uh-huh. Yeah. The 40-year-old boy came on and then bitched about my pizza on his... Podcast for like an hour. Is so. it the same
0: kind of pizza? Same
1: pizza. Which is good. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Also oh, good pizza. So Mike Schmidt killed lunch for everybody up until today. So fuck him. He yeah. wanted like a Chicago style, like,
0: he just deep want, dish.
1: Yeah. Well, he, he. Not a
0: Whole Foods pizza.
1: Yeah. He didn't want a whole, you know, he wanted. I like Whole Foods. Yeah. He wanted, you know, cheese and pepperoni or whatever. Dude, I'm sorry. That's I, what's there. <laughs> that's a cheese and pepperoni pizza. I, I. That's what I did. I got a pepperoni and then I got a fancy one that Martha. Oh, no. I'm the only one who. What's Martha on didn't.
2: The
0: Martha didn't want? touch the tomatoes.
1: Uh, tomatoes and pesto and mozzarella cheese. I
2: thought it. I would have tried it if I knew for sure it was pesto. I thought it might be like spinach, and like <coughs> fuck, no, thank you. I'm with you <laughs> on that. I, Don't I hate cooked me spinach.
3: I,
1: I like how you uh, stand. You take a stand against your pizza toppings.
2: I will. I refuse to be sucked into healthy pizza. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, coming from a girl from Texas who are n- not really known for their pizza.
2: Well, no. I actually grew up, I'm from Southern California. I just took a bite of pizza. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> um,
0: Where in Southern California? I'm going to keep it saying cities <laughs> yeah. and you let me know. San Diego? No. Farther north? North. Uh, Orange County?
2: A little north.
0: Uh, Fullerton
1: area?
2: North. I'm I've told you where guessing. I live, so it's insulting that you're having
1: to guess. <laughs> I don't remember.
2: Well, it's been years. Since I,
1: I don't know. Back. I'm going to say you were born right here in Los Angeles County.
2: I was born in Los Angeles no. County. See, I listened the, to Martha. In the, in the South Bay in Torrance.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Torrance. Who's from Torrance? Somebody big is from Torrance.
2: Uh, I don't know anyone famous from there. I know that it's where Marky Mark's character in <coughs> Boogie Nights was from.
1: That's what I was thinking.
2: And it is a shithole. <laughs> is uh,
0: Quinn Tarantino from Torrance, maybe? I don't
2: think, I don't know. Are aren't the carpenters from Torrance? <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> sure he's from. Yeah. Yeah. Aren't the yeah, carpenters from Torrance? For reals? I think so. I don't know, but it, it's, a, it's a wasteland. It's
1: a shame we don't have some sort of box we can look yeah. all this information up on. We may never find out. That's good podcasting.
2: We, we may never care. <laughs> we may never
1: care to find <laughs> I out. I don't think we do. Thanks for tuning into Road Stories, everybody. I'm your host, Murray Valeriano. So glad to be back. Uh, back in the studio. Still yeah. have not soundproofed it yet, so we got uh, some ferny pads hanging on the walls luggage a wall of luggage a wall of luggage it looks like the old uh wheel of fortune yeah you know you could buy the legend for 260 dollars and then some empty diaper boxes back there absorbing martha kelly's chewing at this point but we're glad to be back in the studio <laughs> um, what other announcements do I have to make? Not really. I'll, I'll hit those at the end. Um, this has been really good, so let's go right into it. Coming yeah. to us today, uh, oh, the return of food. That's right. Oh, yeah, the that's return. How this all started. The return, return of, of food. food. This is a milestone in the uh, three episodes into the All Things Comedy Network. I just signed with All Things Comedy. Oh, nice. Network. I like that. Third, third show in. Food is back. I'm not giving credit to all things comedy. I'm just saying it's back. Uh, And joining us eating it today is a guy I met writing on ridiculousness. Yeah. Is that really where we met? Uh, I mean, it's where we hung out. We kind of met each other. we may have met at... In other places. San Francisco? Maybe. Maybe. Sketchfest? Oh, probably Portland? Oh. Uh, Bridgetown? Bridgetown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that might be it. Yeah. Now, every time I... Gotten booked at Sketchfest, I couldn't make it. So it happens. I'm available this year, so I should probably not get booked. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: <So> <laughs> well, we're not going to ask him. He can never do it. Well, yeah, we'll we'll I'll be sure not to plug that later. Yeah. Anyway, uh, not Mark Ag joins us. Steve Ag joins us That's today. Right. Um, you you guys ever Mark get confused? I've year? had Mark on here. Mark's really funny. He is uh, from the Sarah Silverman show, also of recent, and yep. uh, Two Broke Girls, which. I saw, and you got booked when we were on Ridiculousness. Yeah, together I couldn't make it in because we're gonna do Broke Girls, whatever. Yeah, gotta pay the bills, man. <sighs> I, I just like it. Stuck around the office. I like and
2: the way you pay the bills. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so do I. So does my landlord. Speaking of paying the bills,
2: oh, have not. I have not been paying my bills. <laughs> Sweet. Have not been
1: from Conan and the uh, Ferguson, mm-hmm. and Last Comic Standing, and well, from Torrance. From Torrance. Torrance. <laughs>
2: Soon to be Davis, California. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, there was a uh, Martha Kelly joins us.
2: Oh, w- welcome, Little
1: Shakes. <laughs> Thank you, Martha. <laughs> Lil Shakes is that her nickname? <laughs> it was
0: when we when we did the Crackpot Comedy Tour. It was
1: yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, we'll get into that in a little bit. That's why reason okay. I had you guys on here because I wanted to talk about the Crackpot. Yeah. Could not get Tig. Tig's blowing up this right now. Super busy. Super busy. Uh, but we love her and we're glad uh, things are rocking and rolling for glad-
2: her. I don't love her. And I'm not glad for her. If she can't come to your goddamn podcast, then she's dead to me. <laughs> oh, so.
0: <laughs> how do you think Tig got cancer? It was fucking oh, Martha. It was shit.
1: Martha hexing her. <laughs> <laughs> well, Martha and her voodoo.
2: If you, don't, if you can't voodoo. show up to a podcast, then you don't deserve to live. <laughs> you can't <how> show
1: <laughs> up to driving in a car with Martha Kelly. God damn it. <laughs> That's how I
2: feel about it. I'm just JK. Of course I love Tig. Yeah. But <laughs> of I'm course. glad we all she's love not tig. dying.
1: And somewhere she's laughing.
2: Well, <laughs> I'm not sure, but
3: um, but yeah,
2: she's healthy. As far as the last time I talked to her, she's healthy, which is awesome.
1: Yeah, no, so. that's great. I talked to her like I don't know, like four months ago, five, Right after the Louis, is that a swarm shit. of bees? What? Hmm. Look out by the telephone pole by that tree. Holy shit!
3: Hmm. That is. Do you see boy. that? Oh yeah. my god!
1: There's a huge like. That's a swarm of bees. That's dude. not. Uh, f- a couple of bees. No, that's a fucking swarm. <laughs> that's a thousand bees. the size bees. of a house.
2: Let me ask you a question, Steve. Would you be more scared if it was a swarm of moths? <laughs> <laughs>
0: what? What? Absolutely. Martha knows that I'm terrified of moths.
1: All right, well, I am right now terrified of bees. Dude, Holy what if crap? they're Africanized killer bees? You mean they finally got here? <laughs> oh, yeah. They got since here 1981? years ago. yeah. Really? I yeah. always heard they were coming in there. I never no, thought they they're were here. here. All right. There is a serious swarm of bees out there. Dude, look at that. That's it. Can I get a picture of that and put it on my... This is so great for Christmas audio picture? podcasting. I know. That's why I'm going to get a picture of it. No, but it's seriously... It there's bees. It's seriously a life-threatening amount well, of bees. No, that's... that. Yeah.
2: I mean, let's not accuse them of anything yet. Well, I'm just... Accuse if, if, they're just, them. They're just swarming around.
0: What if those around. were spiders, Martha? Would you have a problem with I that?
2: Would ha- I would fucking pass out. I'm not kidding. <laughs> All if right, then let me chill on bees,
1: man. I got a kid.
2: I know. Well, maybe make sure he's inside. And Georgina, is that her name? That's
1: Georgina. Got a kid. I, I'm make just sure scared for safe. myself. <laughs> well, I'm saying it's my kid, but I'm really peeing that in my pants. That is nuts. There's got to be. A, I've never a seen anything like that before in story. my life. I've never seen anything like that before in Ooh. my life. I'm sorry. I'll have to edit a little bit of you this down. You can call
0: the, the, somebody. You call about that. Uh, God. Call
2: 911 guys. No, is there there's 9-1-1? like call a. Call police. <laughs> <laughs>
0: pest control number I think
1: well we're going to find out what's going to happen because here comes a woman walking down
0: the street oh no should you yell at her to watch out for the bees
1: no they're
2: up high FYI I've walked under a swarm of bees before and they didn't do anything all
1: right well maybe they'll just be passing through let's pretend they're not there um For now, oh Can that that's chilling that's I wish I could get a picture of it because you guys know, have no idea what we 're talking about, but it's seriously thousands of bees
2: but when they're swarming like that, they're usually
3: agitated focused.
2: no they're usually focused they're moving the hive, probably, okay, and they're all trying to pay attention to where they're moving. <laughs> I don't know that that's true, but I want you guys <laughs> to calm down <laughs> right. because. There, we're not in any immediate danger. If that was a swarm of spiders, though, I, I would be crying.
1: Well, if that was a swarm of flying spiders, that'd be kind of awesome. No. Uh, flying spiders? If it spiders? was moths, I would mm-hmm. really be freaking out right now. If it was frogs, you lost me. I'm- you really I, I hate frogs. Of frogs. I hate frogs. I'm not scared of them so much, but I hate them. I think they're disgusting. My brother used to throw them at me. Oh, God. Are him. you going to be able to make it through this with the yeah, bees yeah, yeah. out there? I don't have a problem with bees, really. You you freaked out.
0: Well, that's a swarm, dude. 2 or 3 bees I wouldn't give a shit but that is 2 or 3000. They're moving. easily. It's that's the mass of that swarm was like the size of, you know, a, a, a small house.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yep. They're
2: yeah, they're slowly
1: moving. All right, oh, okay, they're gone. That was cr- oh.
2: They're probably just moving the hive and Probably
1: right, nobody's buying
0: your th- B theory
2: They're now real that you. They're busy. They're not interested. They're now. probably
1: looking for Martha's car. Now that you told us you're full of shit on your B knowledge, <laughs> nobody's <laughs> buying it. I was. You had Martha me. Kelly and her bee lore. <laughs> Well, you I, were selling it. I thought you knew what you're talking
0: I, about. It and is then you,
2: possible that I was telling the truth. I just don't know for sure. I might be, right?
0: <laughs> is the sun coming in? No, I, I had a migraine recently, oh, okay. and I'm still like really sensitive. I can to, pull, the, to I can to pull like, the shit. No, AIDS. no, no, it's fine.
1: But then you won't be able to look at the bees. <laughs> yeah, I really want those that to stay
3: open.
1: <laughs> uh, man, we got to start about that bee thing right there. Uh, Martha, going to UC Davis. No, are you going to UC Davis? Yes. There used to be a one-nighter up there. Hmm. Um. Run by the snottiest Booker, who was hmm. a comic also, and uh,
2: that sounds great.
1: It was a hell gig.
0: So um, look it, look it up. All bookers open. at one point comics weren't they at one point failed comics? Yeah, uh, probably.
1: Or currently trying to be comics? Yeah, or currently in town. That's definitely the way it is. What? Uh, hmm. how did you get your start? And then we'll go into the uh, tour. I wanted to talk. Me? Yes, Steve, uh, sorry.
0: I had done stand-up off and on. I mean, the first time I was like 18. I didn't when I was in college. Some friends mm-hmm. of mine were like, hey, there's an open mic. You should do it. And I did it, and it went great. And did I, you go to college here? Yeah, Loma University. Oh, we were going to guess. Inland, Inland Empire.
1: We are going to guess. Oh, shit. It was so much
2: fun were when you we did that with
1: Martha. attention, Martha?
2: Yeah, but I wasn't going to guess. I'm oh. busy eating pizza. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and I I had always just been into stand up comedy like okay. the first when i was in 6th grade the first album i ever bought all my friends were buying music mm-hmm. but the first album i bought was george carlin oh yeah place for my stuff oh nice and uh i was just really into dr demento and buying i bought so many stand up albums when i was a kid but i didn't know it was something you could do yeah and uh tried it a few times in college and then just uh I, I had a really bad experience once doing a... I would do the Ice House a lot. There, there was a, a a show in the Annex. Okay, which is now stage two. Yeah. A professional show. It's a great room. You and the guy who would book it was Dave McNary. I don't, still doing it. He's still doing it? It's like it? 30 years he does that show. He would book me on that show. Uh, this was when I was in college. And um, and then one night after a show, he was like, hey, I." he's like, I think you're really funny. I have a friend who... Uh, Bye, Martha. <laughs> See you later, Martha. Where are you going? Martha just <laughs> got up
1: and walked. By the way, we heard, your, we heard your chair.
2: I'm sorry, guys. I just was getting my purse so I could put my lipstick back on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you want to look good for the sorry, bees. Sorry, guys. Uh, what if
2: some talent scouts show up here? For not, God's not, sake.
0: Not the Dave McNary what some, story what again. What if some beekeepers show up? <laughs>
2: <laughs> what if there's an emergency and there are some attractive firefighters that come? Guys, it's important. <laughs> oh, fuck, I'm sorry. Man. I'm sorry. Keep going. I anyway, was Anyway, Dave was
0: like, uh, I, I know this guy, and I can't remember the guy's oh. name. He books a show in Burbank. He, he's like, if you want, uh, you, you know, I'll give him your name and put you in contact. You should do a show. Like, All right. Yeah. Yeah. So I went and did the show, not knowing that it was uh, basically an urban show. It was urban. I'm not following. Afro-American. I don't understand. Black comics. Oh, okay. A bunch of black comics. (laughs) All black comics. I was the only white guy, and um,
2: I like that you said Afro-American instead of African-American.
0: Afro-American. Yeah. Oh, is that African-American?
2: Good luck now with the NAACP. <laughs> <laughs> well it's
0: because the windscreen on this mic looks like an Afro and uh, I, speaking I of that. That's all I've been thinking of the whole time we've been sitting in here. Speaking of that, watch uh, your
1: hand movements on that. Um it's picking oh, is up it, yeah, no, it's just picking, get my it's picking up a lot there. of this stuff right here. Sorry, go on. So, so I go and do this show and You're the token white guy on this all Afro American show.
0: A fucking disaster. It was it it was just no one was heckling, but it was absolute silence. The only laughing was coming from my girlfriend in the back of the room who was not sympathy laughing, but laughing at how uncomfortable it was. She was <laughs> this laughing is girlfriend? At, at me bombing. Yeah, <laughs> ah, That's good. And so as soon as it was done, I I, I grabbed her. And I'm like, let's get the fuck out of here. We left, and I didn't do stand-up again for like 10 years. Oh, really? It was, su- that it was bad. such a bummer, yeah.
1: Were they getting booed? or
0: No, it was just blank stares, and I was... I was like I don't I don't think this is my thing <laughs> and I still really don't consider myself a stand-up right like, I, I'm a comedian and that I, I I do i I do comedy acting sure and up I started doing it again a lot when I was doing the Sarah Silverman show right right open some doors and yeah
2: like open the door to the crackpot tour that's <laughs> yeah a pretty, exactly a pretty big door
1: that's what we call a segue yeah uh,
2: Well, wasn't but I don't talk to, about I crackpot trying yet. to segue I was just trying to make fun of The Crackpot Tour.
1: Uh, How did you get your start, Martha? Kelly. Wow. Did you just put on lipstick? I did. You look very. Wow. Where would Martha
2: go? Is it too much? Is it too much lipstick?
1: No, it's fine. I think. I
2: want to be good for the firemen. Um, (laughs)
1: I don't think uh, the firemen are that
2: picky. picky. Don't. How dare you?
1: I'm talking about (laughs) lipstick.
2: I'm just kidding. Um, I'm have I have a very similar experience Thanks. to AG where... Um,
1: you are the only black guy.
2: I was the only black Did I get that guy right? I wasn't listening. in the NAACP. She was the
0: only woman on an all-male show. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: um, no, I, I just starting out and doing it a few times and then having a painful bombing experience and not doing it again for years.
1: What? That's what
2: I didn't really start doing stand-up regularly until right before I turned 30 at this place called Pedersen's in uh,
1: Classic, uh, classic open mic in Los Angeles. Yeah,
2: it was so fun at the time, and I'm lucky I lived just a few blocks away from it, mm-hmm. which is how I found out about it, and um, Zach Galifianakis was going there at the time, and Maria Bamford would go sometimes, and um, a lot of funny people whose names you wouldn't recognize. So, fuck them. They just said goodbye saying.
1: to that open mic. Yeah. Uh, about a month ago, I was there. Zach showed up. I was there. Um, wow. Yeah, it, was, it's sad. it ran for, what, 25 years or something? I guess,
2: something At different like venues. That. Yeah. So, that when I started going there is when I really started doing it consistently. But when I was in my early 20s, I did it at the Laugh Factory open mic a few times. And the first time I did it, it went really well. And then the next time I did it was exactly what you described where just people staring blank faces. And I was like, well, clearly I'm not cut out for stand-up comedy right. and stopped for a year. But I think that's the way
1: it goes because that, that's how I was the first time. I think you're just so jazzed the first time you do it. You still tank, but you're so excited that you did it. You don't know. And then you can go back and
0: you get the horror of the actual it's part of the reason I don't really consider myself a full full on stand up is because I'm still easily affected by a shitty show.
1: Oh, I don't think that
3: ever I, I
0: have way. a shitty show, and I'll, it'll be weeks before I say yes to doing another one. I don't think that
1: you probably are the
0: same I'm way. The
2: same, I'm very thin skinned, and uh, but I did a um, local festival in Austin a couple weeks ago and um very poorly attended south
1: by southwest
2: <laughs> um south by south no um it's called out of bounds and it's more of a sketch and improv so the stand up part of it isn't super well attended or perhaps even well planned no offense they're not going to listen Oh, they live in Austin. Oh wait, the internet goes everywhere. <laughs> uh, I take it back. Um, it was well planned. But anyway, it the night, the first night I went up was like eleven thirty on a Wednesday, and there were maybe fifteen people in the audience. But I just thought before I went on, like, if I want to be a stand, if I want to be a stand up comic, like sometimes I have to do stuff that isn't fun. Just like if you were a lawyer. You'd have to do shitty paperwork or Oh sure. But I'm like just now coming to that realization and I've been doing it for like fifteen years. <laughs> but for yeah. the longest time, like if I had a show that didn't go well, I'd be like, I hate stand up and I don't no- I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> Why am I doing this? You know Well
1: that's what everybody does, but then they get on stage the next night.
2: But it that's, I'm eating off the floor. I wouldn't look it's your Terrible life. <laughs> so, just kidding. It's terrible because you ate food off the floor. Everything else is great. Okay.
1: What happened on that, that sh- shitty uh, show that made it, you stop for a year?
2: Um, when I first started, it was like I just bombed, like, complete silent. Complete, not even sympathy laughs. Oh, really? And then I didn't do it for a year, and then I did it once and bombed and didn't do it for a year. Yeah. Bombed, didn't do it. And it wasn't until <clears throat> Petterson's where I just... But I also started drinking before I went up, when I went to Pedersen's, and then I wasn't as scared, and it was more fun.
1: You couldn't get alcohol at Pedersen's?
2: No, but you could get it across the street, (laughs) 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 and I did. Ah.
1: (laughs) I still drink before I go on stage.
2: I had to quit drinking because it became the love of my life. Oh,
1: okay. I didn't know that. How long have you been uh, not drinking?
2: It will be ten years in December if I don't drink before then.
1: We'll see what happens if a
2: Those swarm of spiders
1: back. <laughs> come back and cause you to drink again. If a swarm
2: of spiders comes, that doesn't count. If you, you have to drink whiskey.
1: Um so this crackpot comedy tour, what was it? Anybody. Oh it's
2: Steve's eating. Okay. Um, I like Steve's voice better than mine. That's it's funny because... Gonna... From
1: now on, it's pizza before the We're all it's sitting pizza here eating
0: the pizza. And it's... Someone will say something and then hold the mic away from their face <laughs> while they chew.
2: Um, Do you want...
0: Crackpot, to- well, it... I got involved because... Martha, of,
1: what was the Crackpot
0: for? <laughs> I met well, Tig Nataro doing the Sarah Silverman show. And... T- you should be telling this because you and Tig did... A tour before the one that we. did. I was gonna say I it know, went,
2: but I, you. I like your voice better. Than it my went voice.
1: before. It was around before Sarah show. It's a show. show
0: that was booked entirely through. I mean, at the time, MySpace. Uh, to, taking Martha and Tom, right? Tom
2: Originally, Tom was involved, but he he um bowed out due to Lyme disease before we went. Uh, oh no, that was before he got Lyme disease. I think. Are he you just, sure? Yeah, I think he just I think between the two tours mind. he
0: got Lyme Lyme disease.
2: Yeah. So we booked it on MySpace originally. I just asked Tig if she would want to do the road together, not at clubs, but like at maybe um honky tonks. <laughs> I had just seen uh, <laughs> Hear me out, guys. Hear me out. Steve, I a big
1: seen roadhouse fan. Steve just threw his mic down. <laughs>
2: I had just seen Honky that um, the movie Walk the Line and there's a scene where Johnny Cash and June Carter and uh, Elvis and they're all in this car going on the road from one gig to stay in a motel and then go to another and it seemed like so much fun. And so I told Tig, like, what if we did that for with comedy? Would you want to do that? And she said yes and then she said we should book shows in people's houses because there was a movement with like folk singers at the time and it probably still is, where they do shows in people's houses and okay. they just pass the hat instead of charging a ticket price, they pass the hat and people show up and they pay whatever they want and they usually were doing pretty well. Okay. And um so we booked it all on MySpace and um it was really fun and it, nerve-wracking and terrible at times but really um, i'm my favorite comedy experiences
1: was it all just
2: houses um we did uh we did one venue in phoenix that was like a a gallery and we did one place in uh colorado in denver that was like a big bar okay but mostly houses.
1: And you booked on MySpace by saying, "Hey, we'll come to your town." Yeah. Well, yeah, we were- just sent out a bulletin saying, "If you want us,
0: your first tour was the southwest, right? And yeah. you said, "Hey, if you live in the southwest and want us to come to your house, let us know and we'll see if we can figure this out." And so they just booked it all through MySpace and oh, that's then they cool. did it again. Was
1: there a limit like you had to get 50 people or
0: No. no.
2: Sadly. <laughs> sadly we did not um make that part of it and so there were a couple that were really lightly <laughs> lightly We attended. did shows
0: for like <clears throat> Two people. Oh, really? Like when we did, yeah, like it was nuts. Did you? St- were, yeah.
1: Did you stay at these
0: people's houses?
2: Some of them we did. Really?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, there were there was one in Eugene where we could have stayed, but we voted unanimously to get <laughs> to get a hotel because it was such a like Manson family <laughs> type <laughs> of it was
0: a very frat housey feel, like yeah. slash, yeah, commune type yeah. house. oh. And how did you get involved? So they wanted to do it again, mm-hmm. and uh, I had just recently met Tig, and she was trying to sell me on the idea because I was just starting to stand-up again. And I was like, Tig, I don't know. I've never done any kind of comedy on the road. This really sounds like it could be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's, like, she's like, just imagine how horrible it can be and you going through with it and doing it And then after it's all over, no other gigs that you do are going to come as close to being as awkward. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I still didn't want to do it, but I finally was, I just gave in and I'm like, all right, I'll do it. Yeah, okay, I'll do it. And um, it really was, there were times when it was the most awkward. Really?
2: Yeah.
0: Our very first show when I did this with Tig and Martha (laughs) was right outside of LA in Pomona. Oh, it's already awkward. <laughs> and we show up to this house, and as we're driving up, we toin- we coined a term, Martha and I, called <laughs> diarrhea arrival, which is when you show up to a gig, and as you're driving up, you can just see the red flags. Like, right. And it immediately gives you like <laughs> diarrhea because you're so nervous. We're pulling up. We're driving up in the car looking for the address, and we're like, Oh my God, that's the house. <laughs> Cause we're walking and there's like five people with lawn chairs set up in their driveway. Right. Yeah. And like a, a hot dog, uh, cart.
2: Yeah. There was a hot dog cart for some reason in someone's yard.
1: Did they have and, hot dogs in it? Did you eat the yeah. hot dogs? So you got, you got dinner too. And hot dogs. And we, we... Already better than working the... As we're driving hours.
0: up, Martha and I are like, keep driving. Keep driving. Don't stop. Tig, don't stop. We'll just say we couldn't find it. Don't fucking stop. I have diarrhea. Don't do it. And Tig is laughing her ass off. Tig's like, oh, we're definitely... Tig loves... The more uncomfortable, yeah. the better for Tig. Tig, yeah. TIG really loves uncomfortable uh, performance situations.
2: Yeah, and that one was worse than even a normal awkward yard because it was the front yard, so we were exposed to people. Yeah, people walking driving by,
3: by <laughs> honking.
2: So, oh, it was so awkward.
1: Did any? was it still just those five chairs, or did more people show up?
2: I think maybe the it ended up with their fam, their extended family, right. <laughs> <laughs> cousins came over, and it, maybe it was like a dozen or fifteen people.
0: But every, every now and then we'd show up at houses, and there would be like two hundred people. Oh, it would really? Be we did a show yeah. in San Diego in someone's backyard that was packed. We, yeah. you know, we did um, the, the show in Eugene. There, it was just packed. And then uh,
2: that was fun. That was super fun that show. And
0: wow. uh, there's another. One. Oh, Randy, Randy's house. Randy
2: Ludkey's house in Oregon. What's super- up,
0: Randy? If you're listening, who's oh. Randy Ludke? Randy's a comedian who now lives in LA and he's oh, okay. extremely funny. And yeah. he is one of the people that booked us while he was living in Oregon at his parents' house. Oh, that's And
2: cool. we canceled the show the night after his show so that we could stay at his parents' house an extra day.
0: His parents had a really nice house. We've been on the road at this point for about 10 days already. And, uh, and we just wanted a place to do laundry and not sleep on a floor or anything yeah. and uh, his family was so nice and they cooked for us and there was like you know 150 people at that show and they were so great and Randy was so funny and nice and yeah. we uh, had a little hour and like let's cancel the next show and just and we didn't even ask his parents if it was okay for us to stay we're like we decided that we were going to stay another night before <laughs> they were even, like, okay with it.
1: Right. By the way, these are you, you guys are not, like, 19, 20-year-old people how, at this how point. How no. you? I mean, maybe Martha is. I was, like, no. 36 when we Right. Was, like, <laughs> so we were crashing on these people's couches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we
2: were full-grown adults. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I love it. Now, whose car did you take?
2: We took... T- the first time we went... We rented a van.
1: Oh, okay. And that's kind of smart.
2: And uh, the second time we went, we took Tig's uh, Volkswagen Rab, Rab? Jetta. Jetta.
1: Oh, that's a small
3: car. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, Three uh, of us and all our shit packed into a Volkswagen <laughs> Jetta a small for two car. weeks. Yeah. And how long do you guys go out for? It was about like two, two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. Yeah. And we did shows that weren't in the houses either. We did... Uh, we did a show on the Third Street Promenade in this Helio store. I don't even know if that's still a company. What's a Helio? It's kind of like a cell phone. I think their oh, big thing right, was right, right. they had like connectivity to like maybe I think was, I guess MySpace at the time. So I I don't even know if Helio's still around. Right. Okay. Um, but we did a show in there for about ten people. Yeah, Zach Galifianakis true. showed up to that one, uh-huh. didn't perform. He just sat in the back and laughed at us at how <laughs> uncomfortable it was. But Brody Stevens, we, we would have people perform with us too, like yeah. in every every town. Like Brody Stevens
1: did that show with us, and um, so you hired like local guys to come in into a set, or
2: hired is kind of a I probably loosely. as soon as I said hired, I nobody, meant called. <laughs> nobody really made money.
0: Like Andy, um, Andy, when we were in Portland. Andy Andy Wood yeah. yeah Oh okay Andy Wood performed with us Friend in, of the show Andy's been basement. on a couple times
2: yeah.
1: Oh Andy hosted a show mm-hmm.
2: That was a really fun That was show. one of
0: my
1: favorite shows
0: It yeah. was
2: in their basement In this house in Oregon And a lot of kids came It was their really awesome audience oh, Portland's cool.
0: just a great comedy town in general Yeah Portland I've talked <laughs> about Portland a lot
2: Except for the first place we went in Portland which was a bar that had been recommended to us by a friend Matt Bronger. And well
0: <laughs> Martha's going to not going
1: to not name. Martha's going to leave the name out.
2: Well, there was a little bit of miscommunication because Tig's policy, first of all, Tig's policy was that she was going to be the one to handle booking everything. Okay. And then um, her policy about booking was: we don't promote the shows. If you book us, you promote the shows. Right, okay. So when people had us in their houses, they did that. Sure. But this bar that Matt recommended, um, that he would always pack with people,
0: was it Bar of the Gods?
2: I don't remember.
0: It was not. Uh, it was not one of those those comedy events. Oh, okay, okay. It was like a rock club. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs>
2: And he would always pack it and he recommended it and talked to the owner and got us uh, Friday and Saturday shows there. And that was where <laughs> we left it. Nobody promoted it. Turns out they didn't promote it. Oh. So we get there on Friday. Like we drove from LA to San Francisco the first day of the tour, did a show in San Francisco mm-hmm. that night. Then a couple hours after. In a toy store. In a Japanese toy wait, what? store. You yeah, did, in yeah, a I toy store? We did that in a toy store? You're burying the lead, lead on store. this one. I totally forgot about that.
0: There was a a girl that I had been kinda dating who worked in that toy store and she put that together and that was a really good show too.
2: That was really fun. Tig and I got in a huge fight afterwards that we and we made up by her going at it going at it with a homeless guy. Um and then so like three. I'm gonna
1: take notes because I we got to go back and discuss some of this stuff. Keep going.
2: (laughs) So two hours after the San Francisco show, we get on the road again and drive up to almost the border of California. Okay, and then like Redlands
0: area type, I like Wairika. Yeah,
2: and then we got a hotel room and slept for a few hours. Got up the next morning really early and drove like 12 hours to get to Portland. Yeah, because
1: Portland's the north side. Yeah. Portland That's a long drive, oh. dude.
2: So we drove all the way from like uh, Wairica or something to Portland to make this <laughs> show. And we get there like an a- like two hours before the show, hour and a half before the show. Nobody came. And I mean, no I do mean nobody. Oh, really? Like and then finally two people came and it was a friend of Tiggs and his wife and oh, yeah. then two of their friends came but they were the four people that came and the owner got mad at us and we canceled that show obviously <laughs> and then uh and then the next night we just were like yeah no one's going to sh- you know we're cancel again so um but the fun part is that Matt had told us you guys are gonna be the the waitress. There is so cool, and the manager. You they're gonna be your new best friends. It's gonna be so great. And we get there, and the waitress is super friendly. Like, yeah, we'll get. You guys want some shots? we we'll, And Tiggs like, yo, yeah, well, Martha doesn't drink at all, and uh, Steve and I kind of don't do it that much. And then it was like nosedive. <laughs> new best friends could give a shit <laughs> yeah, if we yeah, weren't yeah, gonna drink with them. Yeah, <laughs> that's
1: funny, uh, Mar- Martha. Did you notice? A difference in attendance between, like, the first tour and then the second tour after TIG and uh, Steve were on uh, Sarah Silverman. Yeah, I
2: don't know, I'm I don't trying. Know why to I want to call you Mark. Yeah, I, I,
0: I, I, it's the age.
1: I apologize, man. That's it it right. just keeps coming out.
2: Um, I we definitely did um, have bigger audiences on the second tour. Yeah. Um, the first one, it was just sort of random. Like, we did a show in Austin that was at a um frat house kind of a place in their backyard and they built a stage for it was it and south it, by southwest it was south by mm-hmm. southwest it was actually the cannes Film festival <laughs> um and we it was packed <laughs> and that was super fun but it was totally just a a random uh-huh. and they did that thing.
0: tour with and the, the, their thing would be they'd do this tour taking Martha and they would bring a guest with them and so the, that first tour it the, was it ruby
2: was ruby wendell and chel oh. Bjorgen, who i to this day love dearly
0: chel is great he lives yeah. in Minnesota now right yeah he Didn't is 80, they, 80 miles do some
2: 80 miles was at the show in austin because he mm-hmm. was shooting a film there at the time and he came and did a guest set and um it was really fun like traveling with other comics and going into these crazy situations really um you bond really quickly yeah. And actually in Austin, Ruby and Chell and Tig stayed at one guy's house, <laughs> house and were afraid for their lives. <laughs> <laughs> and the next day we're like, God, Martha, we we needed you there to save us. And uh, I was like, we had only known each other like a week, but we felt really close right. and protective of what each happened? other. Just this... <laughs> I don't want to name names, but there was a comic. Matt Bronger. And, <laughs> Matt, Bro- Matt Bronger tra- bought a ticket to Austin. Because
1: uh, he heard Con Film Festival was there was that like, year.
2: Listen, guys, uh, it, was a, it was a local Austin comic who <laughs> invited them to stay with him, who Chell was friends with. Mm-hmm. But he got drunk and he just, you know, sometimes sometimes drinking can go wrong and the person can get, like, paranoid and violent and you know, like you'll be talking to a drunk person, and all of a sudden they'll be like, "What did you mean by that?" Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. And then they're furious, and he's a big guy, so he kind of scared them.
1: Say who it is, and I'll I'll just bleep it.
2: No, I don't, cause I'm friends with him, and I think he I think he felt really bad about it. All
1: right, mouth it. <laughs> Matt Barone. I don't know who it was.
2: Milton Burrow. What?
1: That guy's an asshole.
2: Um, Never let cool. that guy
1: drink. That guy's a knob. What was your best... What do you think your best show was on? No, what, do, what was your worst, absolute worst <coughs> show on that tour?
0: It was in Portland. It was uh, coming back. Andy Woods was going up, and it was great. Coming okay. back, we went back through Portland. Yeah. And we did a show in this house. Wait, how far north did you go? Washington? Seattle. Seattle. Oh, wow. And then over to Salt Lake. Oh, we Yeah, we went through like Salt Lake City uh-huh. and... Um, Vegas. There was another town in Utah that we oh, did.
2: Oh, yeah. A really small town like in Utah. Like a hippie town. Yeah, I forget the name of it.
0: Okay. But um, we did a gig in Portland <laughs> in a house. And it was like, there was one woman in the crowd, this heavier set woman who was just drinking the entire time. You remember this, Martha? Now
2: I remember that, yeah. And she
0: was just heckling. Like, not in a mean way, but just like, loud and some of the shit she was saying just wasn't even making sense she was so drunk it was just like you know no (laughs) like that she'd say shit like that that was totally unintelligible and it was just fucking everyone was really drunk and i say everyone it was probably about 12 people in the audience in (laughs) the basement of this house and like i think i just gave up halfway through and i like chugged half a bottle of wine or something on stage
2: mm-hmm.
0: and felt <laughs> shitty. And uh,
2: <laughs> and that was the house where they offered us a bowl of hippie slop for dinner. Yes. Ooh. and um,
0: What is that? And Martha and I were like, can we get Subway? Is there a Subway <laughs> around it? We, we were totally insulting.
2: Yeah. Was it called
1: hippie slop or is that what you were
0: just we calling called,
2: it? I think later that night, Steve and I were talking about it and called it prison. <laughs> prison slop and then renamed (laughs) it hippie slop but it was like it really wasn't bad it was just like a giant bowl of noodles and vegetables Uh
0: but But it looked like it was mixed together in an unclean bowl yeah (laughs) it was a dirty house it was like a communal living house oh okay yeah there's probably like eight people that lived in this house
2: (laughs) yes and they dragged (laughs) they dragged in like a futon that they found in someone's dumpster as part of the seed for this You can sleep here if you want. (laughs) It was just kind of, it was kind of gross. But like, (laughs) at the same time, they were, they were very sweet. Yeah, yeah. Like there was, there was always, except for this one house in Colorado on the first tour, there was always a real sweet vibe to. Right. What
1: What happened in Colorado?
2: It was just a house full of angry lesbos and um, it was (laughs) in uh, Boulder. Oh. And they just were like, they had kid. they had, some of them had kids there. Uh-huh. And FYI, I'm, I'm totally pro-lesbo. Right, I'm right. not right. being. Yeah,
1: you should see her shirt.
2: I'm not gay. <laughs> <laughs> and my purse. I'm not gay bashing. But they were just like lumber, mountain folk, angry. Yeah. Um, That's it, weird because Boulder, the Boulder's
1: of, the hippie in Colorado. Sometimes cause. you
2: get hippies who like, you can't measure up to their standard of of uh free thinking i don't know what it was i really don't know but it wasn't it wasn't very fun and they had a dog that bit people who i made very close friends with but i was afraid of him at first because he he would bite people he had bitten several people and <laughs> several? had a, almost had to be put down once but he also only had three legs so you had to cool. cut him some slack sure you know
3: it's
1: really your fault if you're getting bit by a three-legged what dog. What did
2: you say to that dog to make him bite you? Yeah, is how I looked at it. He did never. You <laughs> <laughs> did you take his leg? Did you? That's him? why we he's won't.
1: mad. We won't put him down. We'll only take his leg.
0: Uh, hey, even our worst shows, there were still yeah really fun elements to them and um, really great yeah. people. Yeah. Even the shows, you know, where you'd show up. The one we did in Seattle. Who, whose house was that at? paul
2: was that well we did he, one he's in, a comedian as well we did one in seattle that was at a coffee house and yeah, then
0: yeah that one was okay but be, that house? same day just before we did it in
2: oh right paul merrill
0: paul merrill and lizzie pilcher
2: yeah i've totally forgot so about there was that. about
0: maybe three or four adults and we did it in their garage and uh paul had like one or two little kids oh, that yeah. were running around the whole time you're trying to yeah. tell jokes and like screaming and but even that was fun like everyone yeah. was really cool. Yeah. Because it's people that booked you like they want you sure, at their sure. house.
1: What was what would you consider your the worst show on that tour, Martha?
2: On the second tour the worst show um, well, the one we did in um, the little little mountain town in Utah, I was getting the flu. Oh, yeah. And I was a little bit delirious, and so I didn't, I wasn't. Um, and again, the, it was a group of fucking hippie.
1: Lesbos. <laughs> you can say it.
2: Hippie, lesbo, <laughs> stick up the ass. I don't know what it was, but like. They were sort of. Um, there was a heckler, I think, in that crowd. Do you remember that place? It was outside. I wasn't on your first tour. No, on the second tour, the one the one we went to um, and stayed with Tiggs' uh, friends in that. Um,
0: oh, that was in Seattle, right?
2: No. Uh,
0: oh, that was the one in Utah. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I do remember the heckler. Yeah. Yeah,
2: we had a heckler at the show, and then. Um, And I wasn't feeling well, so I was I was having trouble concentrating. Sure. So I felt like I bombed. I didn't bomb as hard as I did at the laugh factory when I was new. Right. But I felt like I had a really shitty set and then I had a terrible attitude about it. Like, why did you fucking invite me here to not jump for joy that I (laughs) stood on your goddamn stage? Yeah,
3: it was Um, kinda frustrating. Well that's
2: kind of
1: that's gotta be frustrating when you book something like that
0: and then you get hecklers. But that one also wasn't at someone's house. That ones at houses were usually great. Yeah, it's the ones that were, you know,
2: that was where at a you restaurant. have a
0: chance of people showing up who aren't there to right. see comedy. who yeah. just want to drink and stuff.
1: So, how were the houses set up
0: for for comedy? Some of them had absolutely nothing. Like we brought one of my guitar amps and a microphone to oh, use okay. as a PA. Sure. Um, some people made a pretty good setup i think randy lidkey's house and they made a you know a little makeshift stage in the backyard with lights and stuff
2: yeah and uh the one great. in las vegas had a little yeah stage was area. that brant toblers yes Br- yeah. i had
1: brant on a couple weeks ago he yeah that, i heard that show was that was fact
2: it was super fun people. they were so nice and yeah. it was our last night and then we drove straight home afterwards right
0: yeah, they offered to put us up, but we were. It was literally the last show. We were,
1: We just wanted. Yeah, you, know, you can be home in three weeks. and a half hours. Let's go home.
2: And but we did, <laughs> we did stop to film a video of pretending to order food out of a trash can at the McDonald's drive-through. <laughs> yeah, so that
0: was fun. It, I think it was a Jack in the Box. Is that video still? Available? It was based on. No? It is still around somewhere. I, I every now and then I send it to martha <laughs> <And> tig, <laughs> just out of nowhere i'll find it on a hard drive and i'll send it to them it's uh, it's because tig told us a story when she was a little kid her mom was driving into a drive-thru like at a m- mcdonald's and was not paying attention at all and she pulls up you know how they'll have a trash can in the drive-thru with mm-hmm. one of those scoops that comes out that you can throw your food in she just pulled up to that thinking that was the scoop part was the microphone the mic where you order right it right to. and she's not looking and she's like she just pulls up and she, no one even says anything because it's a trash can and she's like uh yeah just a minute tig what do you want He's Like, Mom, that's a trash can and martha and i could not fucking stop laughing at that story and so one yeah it was in vegas we found a, a drive-through like a jack-in-the-box and we're like and there was a a scooped trash can and so <laughs> we absolutely filmed recreated it with myself as Tig's mom and Martha as little Tig.
1: Oh, little and Martha, Tig.
0: In the video if you can see, it's kind of dark in the car but and Tig shot it from outside you just Martha is laughing the entire
1: time. That must have been oh, like the, that must have been full of those just full on hour and a half laugh sessions when you're it's stuck a in a car, car with three people.
2: Yeah, and and that witching hour, and the first few days we got so little sleep that there was an element of delirium. Mm -hmm. And Tig can make me laugh until I cry under normal circumstances, but when I'm delirious, and then with Steve there, he also makes me. Yeah, we had an instance in
0: Salt Lake City in a hotel room (laughs) where there was a moth in our room, and I. Wait, and you're the one afraid of moths, right? Yeah, I am afraid of moths. That's why Martha brought it up when we <laughs> saw the bees. Like, I freaked the fuck out. Like I'll, I'll yell when I see Sc- moths.
2: It was more of a scream. Yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> scream. Moths? Why moths?
0: I don't know. I'm not afraid of butterflies, but a moth is just like they're. I don't know. Did something just, happen when you are a kid? No, they're just like a dead. Like they look like a, a zombified butterfly or something. Oh, they're yeah. just like gray. And, and and they just kind of aimlessly fly around. <laughs> Butterflies are more of a gentle flitting about, and the moths are just kind of like just really just ricocheting all over the place. And they'll get in your hair and. Is shit. Is there a
1: a, yeah. a name for that phobia?
0: Probably. Okay, I don't know. It's a
1: shame I can't look that up somewhere. I
2: don't know, guys.
0: Um. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the biggest issues for me when we were doing that though was the uh, the music choices. Driving around, oh, Tick and Martha I didn't even are really. Think about that. We're really into country music, and I'm like not a country music person at all. Right.
2: We did, but you did you like the Dolly Parton?
0: Well, yeah, yeah. There was Dolly Parton I could deal with, and there was one song. What was the 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 funny song? The Two Doors Down or Three Doors Down?
2: Uh, Two Doors Down. Yeah.
0: There was one song, and it's a really upbeat. It's like two doors down, they're laughing and drinking and having a good time. And we just came up with a scenario of us having a car accident and like just flipping the car over into a ditch. And we're all like either dead or slowly dying in this car. And that is stuck in a loop on the radio, just. Two doors down, <laughs> and, they're, and the cops come and they're trying to use, <laughs> use the Jaws of Life to get us out, and that fucking song will not stop blasting. And there's just blood every, <laughs> everywhere.
1: I can see the, yeah. the guys tapping their toes as they're doing the Jaws of Life.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds, have you guys thought about reviving that tour at all?
2: Um, we well. Uh, after the second tour, we pitched it to Comedy Central Right. and then, um, and, and a couple of, well, we actually were offered a $200 development deal from Vendabonet Productions, not to brag, but we were, <laughs> well,
3: you
1: know, Vendabonet Vendabone doesn't have very much money, so yeah. you don't want to, they're the ones who do America's Funniest. They got more money yeah. than God. Yeah.
2: So they wanted to take... I don't even know why they wanted to buy it for any amount of money because they were going to totally change it into a competition show, a comedy competition. Uh-huh. But um, when Tig called to tell me that they were offering us a deal for very little money and I asked her how much and she said, well, let me put it this way. I have as much in my wallet right now and then we didn't we of course we didn't sign that and then we pitched it to comedy central and then they passed on it um and then i'm as i said before very easily discouraged and kind of a quitter and there was you left
1: the quitter part out that's new
2: i love to quit stuff (laughs) i love uh, to
0: quit that would be a great t-shirt or bumper sticker yeah if you ever sell that
1: as merch Mark. or if you ever do an album
0: yeah if you don't
1: if you don't quit halfway through recording it you should call it i love to quit things yeah or that would be it just do half an album yeah oh my god that's guys we
2: just just hit a gold mine
3: yep
2: (laughs) um Well, there was another production company, (laughs) a small production company, that um, wanted to film a a crackpot tour Mm -hmm. and then try to sell it. And um, but it was like I just was I just gave up and was like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm going back. I don't want to do this anymore. My I'd also just done a a web series on Super Deluxe um, that Tom Sharp and I wrote and was very discouraged with how that which came one was
1: out. that i forgot it was that lake charles lake Lake charles lake very funny that show. so funny that show was so well, funny
2: thanks you guys i i feel like um it would have been a million times better if tom had been involved in the filming of it uh-huh. and that's when he had lyme disease and i should have just said you know let's pe- wait or right. not do it but instead <laughs> i was like Tom and I both quit our day jobs for the $3,000 a piece that we got for doing that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> fuck you, Vendabona. That is fucking yeah. money if
2: you're Tom Sharp or me. Um, so I just was like, fuck, <laughs> I don't want to try anymore. That was my my overriding uh, decision, and I moved back to Austin. But I told Tig, Tig makes fun of me for this, but I told her, because it's absurd, but I told her... I'm totally fine if you continue on with the crack, try to sell it, whatever. Um, But just please don't use the name in case I ever want to use it. And that was like five five years ago. And of course she was like, yeah, of course you can keep the name knowing I would never use it. But she is making or just filmed a documentary for Showtime where she did house concerts. And I forget what she's calling it. I did tell her she could use the crockpot name if oh, okay. she wanted, but she used something else. But John Dore did some shows with her, and he's uh-huh. he's awesome. And yeah,
0: I, I, I would love him. to see that show though with Tig and Martha because the dynamic yeah. between the two of them is amazing. Oh yeah, Martha who gets really discouraged easily, <laughs> much like myself. <laughs> Martha and I are very much in common like that. But and then Tig who's just like no, we're going to do a show here in this house for two people. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be awesome.
2: And Tig, everything, she just, see, it's a, its inspiring. It's that we would never have done the Crackpot Tour ever if it mm-hmm. wasn't for her. Like, no, we're going to do it. Because the first one, I actually decided um, the night before, I was like, yeah, I, this isn't going to happen. I can't do it. Right, Which is like, okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and do it anyway. And then I was like, God, I don't want them to have fun without me. <laughs> So I went, but it's because she believed in it and she pushes through and you know, she doesn't she doesn't get discouraged which is awesome.
0: We would do shows and Tig thrives in like the worst situations. We would do shows where I would you know, upon driving up, I would immediately just already just know in my head, this is going to be horrible. Right. And so it would be horrible for me. Sure. Like I would have a horrible set or whatever. And um, I don't
2: remember you having horrible. Oh sets. yeah,
0: I had like five minutes of shit at this point. <laughs> and and I, you know, and there would be shows like the the one in Utah with that the heckling lady, where I was like, well, this is just a bad scene, a bad audience. And then Tig would fucking go
1: up and kill. Yeah. It's so weird because I I will still I have to I have to watch myself before I go on stage, any venue whether it's sold out or half full or whatever in a club or a theater. If I say ah oh, this is gonna suck, it's gonna suck. Mm-hmm. Like I have to I have to keep that in check. You know, it's really yeah. all about how you sell it. I had yourself. to
0: stop. I used to do a thing before shows where I would peek out at the audience before the show to look around for troublemakers. <laughs> I did this. I, I don't know. I mean. I guess that's what I was doing. I wasn't specifically looking for troublemakers, but I was just like looking around, looking for gray hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I saw old people, I would immediately be like, they're going to hate me. (laughs) Or kids. If I saw people with kids, I'd be like, well, now I can't tell that joke about fucking the girl who shot herself. And then it's like... And so I would just have bad shows when I would see people in the
1: audiences who were probably... Fine, right? I've know? I've willed that into existence. I've sat and like watched people walk in and go, "Oh, that guy's going to be trouble," and yep. she's trouble. Yeah, it's almost like I'm willing it to existence. So I had to stop doing that. I did too, and it made a huge difference. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think you'd mentioned this wasn't on the Crackpot Tour, but you said you had a guy jump a fence. That was on the. Oh, that was on tour. the Crackpot we were oh, I'm in sorry,
0: Oregon, and I have a joke. We Sarah's show a been going for a while and I, I had a joke it was based on a true story where uh, my first fan mail that I got was from a gay guy because I played a gay guy in Sarah's show. And this guy wrote me and he's like on MySpace he's like I, I just want you to know I think you are now the cutest comedian on TV <laughs> and I honestly I was really touched and I was so flattered and I'm like that's awesome and I, <laughs> I wanted to write back and thank him but I didn't want him to think that I was open to like I was like, oh, he's gonna think I'm coming on to him if I write him back right. and, and say thank you. So <laughs> the it then turns into a joke where I say, I wanted to write him back, but I didn't want to lead him on, so I just wrote, Thank you, faggot. <laughs> so I tell that joke, and as soon as I say thank you, faggot, I you hear someone yelling from not the yard where we are, but the, one of the neighbors is like, What the fuck? Who the fuck said that? And like all of a sudden there's this ruckus in the back of the yard and this dude is jumping the fucking fence <laughs> oh, to come and kill. He's like, I'll fucking kill you. He's like a gay guy. Right, right. He just heard. <laughs> and every, it took a bunch of people to like grab him and restrain him and they're like, no, no, he, it's a joke. He, they're doing a comedy show. He, he plays a gay guy on TV and the guy calmed down and was eventually totally cool. But, right. Wow, it's like wow that if no one stopped him, that guy probably would have come up and punched me.
1: Yeah, yeah. Wow,
0: That's and Martha crazy. did nothing to <laughs> stop him.
2: I was warding off any moths that were approaching the <laughs> because we were outside. Yeah, <laughs> but I was also hypnotized by the baby that was in the crowd, and I got to hold the baby for a couple hours.
1: So you do fun. like babies, huh? There were I a lot of children at, at our shows. Martha met Frank earlier, and I thought you were just saying that to be He's polite. He's adorbs. No, I love
2: babies. Mm. I think they're awesome.
1: Did you do much touring after the Crackpot?
2: No, I I went to a club in Alaska last year. I did. Oh, uh,
1: is it uh, Chilkoot? What's yeah,
2: it? Chilkoot. How is that? So, um, mixed.
1: Because they're they like the they like the Stanhope <laughs> like, type of, Tom Rhodes type of comp guys they like guys
2: well the, f- <laughs> the first show that i did went really well and i'd been traveling all day so i was surprised and delighted that mm-hmm. it wasn't terrible um but the then a couple shows were really painful and then a couple were like okay, okay. i did get hit on by a, a a girl and her boyfriend who was born a girl so I got hit on oh, by, wow. a, by a um, I was just about to say that happened to me, couple. but nope. And that was, and they, this is the best backhanded compliment I've ever gotten. At the time, I was 44. It was last year. So I say, on, I said, on, I do a joke about being a cougar. And I said, I'm 44. And then when they were talking to me afterwards, and they were both pretty drunk, they were like, You're not really 44, right? No way are you 44 like yeah and she goes we were like 38 to 42 and i was like that's like a fucking <laughs> it's basically
3: the same thing, lady. That
2: is, i can't believe you can't believe i'm two years older than what you thought i might be
3: <laughs> that's um, awesome
2: but that's my favorite backhanded compliment
1: what uh what's next for steve ag um, I'm just starting to do
0: more stand up. A lot of failed a, pilots. <laughs> I did th- three pilots this year. Two are a wash. One we're still waiting to hear about. I um, uh, just shot an episode of New Girl. My third episode yesterday. Oh, okay, great. Um, so outside, are you
1: recurring on New Girl?
0: Yeah, outside Dave, the homeless guy, will be coming back. Excellent season three.
2: Nice, and um, there's
1: a reason to watch it. Yeah, so I'm, yeah, starting to do more stand up again. Too. Okay, good. Good, good, good. What about you, Martha?
2: I am going back to college to get my...
1: <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Couldn't you to do that finish online? finish my English degree. But I want to do you're it... You're like
1: two credits away, aren't
0: you? I'm yourself? 20
2: credits away. Oh, okay. I want to do it at UC Davis. Is that UC a full Davis. year? How many
0: credits do you do in a year?
2: I'm taking... Normally people do 12, but I'm taking 20, and it's a long, boring story about why. But um, I so have you're going to
1: get it out in like a semester.
2: Yeah, in a quarter, like two and a half oh, months. Oh, nice. That's a... That's going to
1: be a crammed two and a half months, Yeah, it's
2: going to be super busy. And I'm living with a... I'll be... I just today found out i am got a room, finally. <laughs> School starts in less than two weeks, and I just found a room with a 60-year-old man and a 22-year-old boy. And I have not met either one of them or seen the And house. she
0: says room. They are all staying in the same room. We
2: are, <laughs> we are all staying in the garage together. Well, no, Let me just say
1: this. Let the cougar run wild.
0: Mm. I'm
2: not... Re- I just want to say... For the record, I'm not really a cougar. <laughs> it's just a joke that I do, but about getting old.
1: <laughs> well, it's awesome, guys. Thank you so much for coming on today. Yeah, man. Um, Thanks, uh, finally made it I hope happen. you enjoyed the pizza. Uh, yeah, delicious. I've been trying to get you on for a while. Man. Yeah, I'm glad it worked out. Uh, what's coming up? Um, this is. Or me, I'll be any Pasadonians. I'll be at the Ice House on Wednesday night and two shows on Saturday night. Then up for the Ventura Harbor Comedy Festival at the end of the month. And I got Vegas dates coming, Sacramento dates coming, and some other place, but they'll be all up on my website. But most do, importantly, yes.
2: I just remembered I am doing comedy. <laughs> I'm doing, <laughs> I forgot. It's, I'm doing the Benson Ball in Washington, D.C. in October.
0: That's what, a good show. That's a good yeah. uh, festival. I'm glad it's back. Tell so, everybody what the Benson Ball
2: is. It is a, a comedy festival in Washington, D.C. curated by Tig Notaro and some other stuff probably i could say but i don't know but it's gonna be the, uh you know what's great about it they pay for your travel and hotel which is a lot more than most festivals do. Uh, a lot and,
1: more than almost every festival yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh that's great so, so. the benson ball look, look for that when is that december
2: um, October, October 10th through the 13th
1: awesome can I get back to mine now
2: sorry Murray I just remembered it <laughs>
1: just kidding uh, but uh, the LA Podcast Festival is coming up again this year uh, Steve you were there last year weren't you did you do something at the uh, LA
2: Podcast Festival
0: I just showed up to watch and then I ended up doing uh, I did the B- Benson Doug Loves movie okay great and I did uh, I did another podcast
1: Okay cool
3: Awesome I can't remember I Well did we're coming
1: back days. this year uh, I'll be at Saturday at 2 So if you want to swing by And hop on the mic Both of you are welcome um, Thank you But it's a three, It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday All the podcasts All the good podcasts Will be there Myself Comedy Film Nerds uh, What the Fuck With Mark Marin, Jackie Cation Dark Forest uh, all Adam the, Carolla I don't know if Carolla's doing Just it Or kidding. not I don't know They were talking to him He might Boo. But I don't think so when does Can I this get go through up? my plugs Without you interrupting Martha
3: I... When does this <laughs> go up Because I,
1: I, I thought of another
0: one too oh, But Jesus when does Christ. this go up
1: well, uh, Monday
0: Oh okay I'm doing the, uh, uh, <laughs> the Jail guitar doors benefit Oh really uh, With uh, Matt Dwyer Um, Dave Foley from Kids in the Hall Rob Delaney Karen Kilgariff Mm, and guitar legend Wayne Kramer Wayne Kramer Kramer from the MC5
1: man he's one of my favorites yeah the 21st that's awesome I'm actually gonna go to that yeah Yeah. oh shit I can't have a gig that night
2: Karen Kilgariff one of the most delightful stand-ups of all time agree or disagree
1: hilarious Karen Kilgariff of Mister Show Fame. Yeah, Super she's funny. not. Uh, she's not my least favorite on that list. I'll say that. She's
2: fucking awesome.
1: She's <laughs> I love Karen Murray. You got anything coming up?
2: Maybe I want. What's on the docket?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to say I have a free weekend pass to give away for the for the LA Podcast Festival. This pass. I think it's like 150 bucks or whatever it's yours free it'll get you into every podcast that you can go to that weekend and the stand up show there's always a big stand up show there so wait um, are
2: Steve and I arm wrestling for the pass <laughs> or are you giving it away We're gonna, I'm gonna
1: give it to uh, somebody have you, a you see a phone in here
2: oh there's caller <laughs> caller are you there
1: caller number three Gets it. No, so I'm going to be giving that away. I haven't figured out how I'm going to give it away yet, but I'm going to give it away <laughs> to some lucky. So anyway, get your tickets there, LA Podcast Festival, uh, day pass or weekend pass. It's going to be great. And T-shirts are in the shop. Uh, you can PayPal those at murrayvaleriano.com. Martha, Steve, thank you so much. This is awesome. Thanks, These are Murray. great. All right, thank you. We'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks. You want to know about life on the road?
0: It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving
1: guns And bees, bees fights, kettle flights, running with the runs Blacklists, bounce checks, great, a bachelorette <laughs> Drunks in the front, making out for your set And middle acts doing blow more, missing merch and Drive the rental car past another mega church. And juice keys, vagina fists, your
3: cell phone is gone One big law and order marathon